Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. I, th- I feel like you have to sleep with this guy's wife. I feel like Jen has to allow that. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, I was just telling you a story which cannot be repeated on this podcast. But last week, we uh, discussed flags. Or not last week. Like, two days ago, we released the podcast. And a lot of people really liked it. But a lot of people are like, hey, what the hell is going on? It's March Madness. And also, NFL free agency has become the most bonkers NFL free agency ever. And you guys are talking about flags. But one thing people did like about our podcast last week was I, I referenced a, a very small part of the origin story of Dr. Jen and myself. And I just told you off the podcast, and it will stay off the podcast, a story of, a, of another girl, pre-Dr. Jen, and the uh, sad conclusion to that uh, relationship. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. <laughs> if people like Venmo or PayPal me $20, can I tell them the story? Because it's really worth it. No, because it involves too many people who are still like within our mutual circle. But look, what? But I've, I. But uh, they. If I swear them to secrecy, no one's gonna like go to this person. <laughs> I mean, if people Venmo me twenty dollars, then I will tell them. Depending. Well, on who the you have. You, oh, my Venmo account is actually yours, so they would actually. You'd have to. <laughs> you work on the honor system. <laughs> I'll split it with you. <laughs> Um, I mean, if these are like random listeners who don't know us and we'll never know yes. anybody who we know. Yes, if, if it's, it's people who don't know us, if we don't have any like mutual. I don't friends. think the store is worth $20. I think it is. Uh, you like it a lot? Okay. Yeah, it was a good See, the problem is because you dated like the first person, you married the first person you dated, you don't have any dating stories at all. Uh, yeah. I mean, let's let's not go so crazy, but yeah, I got married very young. <laughs> yeah. No, so so you, you and Mira had some, uh, some all right, whatever, we'll... Uh, well, that, that if somebody pays no, 50 I meant, cents, I meant, Venmo. yeah, okay, who cares? Oh, you did date other people. Oh, I thought no. she was your first girlfriend. No, no, uh, no. I think I was her first boyfriend. Oh, oh, so you were experienced and, and you picked up. No, I mean, I experienced. I was nineteen <laughs> years old. All right. Um, uh, I, I, I just want to tease what we're going to do later because we're going to start with the NFL free agency because that's what people have been asking for. Yeah. My, my uh, team wh- cocked to your team when it came to getting a, a franchise quarterback. Yeah, but we stole your. We sort of stole. We're now we have your ex QB. So yeah, you stole it's my like heart a, and soul. But yeah. honestly, it's like I I had I had a girlfriend or maybe even a wife who I really loved in Teddy. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, you know she she suffered a severe disfigurement, 
And look, this mm. is the way the world works. You know, yeah. loyalty only goes so far. Uh, when a, when a beautiful new uh, uh, a beautiful new supermodel came to the picture, I grabbed her up and okay, so you wanna you wanna try and rehabilitate that disfigured girl back to uh, respectability. You know, mm-hmm. I wish you both the best, but uh, I'm, I'm moving forward. But I'll always have a spot in my heart for us. Uh, and what's Case Keenum in this analogy? <laughs> Case Keenum's the... the, the <laughs> I don't know. We've discussed Case Keenum's wife on this podcast before. So, <laughs> um, Okay. Um, so what we're going to do later is we are going to... You and I, we have a, we're in an NCAA tournament pool, and we are going to have an extra sheet in that tournament pool. You and I have to agree on every pick, or we'll fight it out if we can't agree. And that pool will be officially entered in that bracket will be officially entered in the pool. But if it wins, uh, the list uh, one lucky listener will get half the money. Okay. So, how do the uh, listeners apply to be eligible? Uh, they just have to. Oh, yeah, you have to be in the Facebook group by Friday morning. Because it so says randomly select Facebook a group. Facebook group member. Or no, I I don't know if I'll randomly select a Facebook group member, but it it will only be eligible to. Like well, right. maybe we'll have a contest on the podcast. Whatever, like, we're not going to win, so we don't have to worry about this. Well, I think we are going to win, and that would oh. be about a thousand dollars to the winner. Okay, so, uh, and you wonder, you know, it's there's only a hundred people in the pool, so you'd have that's that not nothing chance. No, it's a thousand dollars. It's not nothing, yeah. and we'll we'll split it, and um, and then me and you will uh, we have to give our our wives the money. If we would win. you rather have a thousand dollars or tell fifty people the story I just told you? Oh, I'd rather have a thousand dollars. I don't. Oh, well, you... <laughs> I was just holding your story hostage. Uh, okay. Okay. So yeah. Uh, so let's start with NFL free agency. Yeah. Obviously, the biggest story is well. Actually, let's. Why, why don't Why don't we sort of go back to to January? The, the the Alex Smith trade from Kansas City to Washington. We discussed that on the podcast a little bit, but that's when it was clear that Kirk Cousins was going somewhere else, and immediately the leading contenders were the Vikings. Uh, who had a lot of cap room and had three free agent quarterbacks. And, of course, the Jets, who had a ton of cap room. The Browns, who had a ton of cap room. I think the Broncos is another sort of wannabe contender. Who yeah, the Cardinals. The Browns fell out of it very yeah. quickly. And the Broncos. The Jaguars, before they – the Jaguars went ahead and signed Bortles. Yeah, no. I, it seemed considered. like the final three were the Vikings, Jets, and Cardinals, and then the final two became the Vikings and the Jets. Yeah. So – um, we'll get to that, but let, let's let's sort of – we'll tease that. Let's start with some of the smaller ones. So the, the Seattle – is the Legion of Boom has come to an end. Uh, you know, Michael Bennett traded to the Eagles. Eagles fans are very excited about that. And then Richard Sherman also gets cut and signs with San Francisco, which it's too bad Michael Crabtree's not there. And it's too bad San Francisco and Seattle. They were very good together about, you know, six, seven years ago. And then San Francisco was bad. And now it looks like San Francisco's going to get good. And, and will Seattle be bad? So let's. what's your take on, on what the future is for the next couple of years for Seattle? I mean, they they did they saw that they didn't have like they had an old not so great team similar to what the Saints had a few years ago, and they knew like they could still build around their quarterback, but they had to reboot. And I, I like it. They haven't made that many splashes, and and also Jimmy Graham is a big loss, even though he he for whatever reason never really fit in their system. I think it'll be much better on Green Bay. I'm excited to have him in the League of Leagues. Um, by the way, I may have a spot available if you're interested in League of Leagues too. Hit me up. Um. The uh, to me the Seahawks like this is definitely a rebuilding year, but unless you are unless well, you're well, Mike Lombardi, so, did so you see Mike Lombardi? What, what, what does rebuilding mean? Because they still have okay, they lose Richard Sherman, obviously. They still have Bobby Wagner. They still have Earl Thomas. I mean, they still have like you know you know one of the things I've been working on this week is I've been sort of making a list of all active uh, NFL Hall of Fame candidates. Mm-hmm. And 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 spoiler alert: Bobby Wagner and Earl Thomas are both more likely to be in the Hall of Fame as of right now, than Richard Sherman is, I, I would argue. And for sure, 
I would say, are more likely than Michael Bennett, who has no chance whatsoever. So they still have a lot of talent there. And then they still have, you know, one of the best two or three quarterbacks in football. So when yeah. we say rebuilding, what does rebuilding mean? That they're going to be nine and seven? Or, I mean, because I don't think they're going to be six and ten in any circumstance. No, 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 not six and ten. Right? They have a, they have a ceiling. That, I mean, a, a floor that's really high because of their QB. But I just they, I mean, they were nine and seven last year. Like they're a team that can probably make the playoffs, but I don't think they can win a Super Bowl right now. Okay. Um, then then the Rams started making moves. Uh, you know, first they got to keep to leave from the Broncos. Yeah, I mean, the, the to me, the Rams, like, what we see, and this is an old school thing, where, like, t- the hottest team, all their players get shed. Obviously, the Super Bowl winner, people overpay for their players, but the Rams are the hot team that everyone, you know, so everyone's trying to to, to sign all the ex-Eagles and certainly the ex-Patriots, which happens every offseason and is definitely happening. But people are trying to get a piece of these Rams now also. Well, but here's the thing. So the Eagles add Michael Bennett and and make a couple other moves, and everybody's like, oh, the Eagles are you know getting even better. And then the Rams make these moves, and then the Vikings, of course, add Cousins. And everybody's saying these are the clear like three favorites in the NFC. But I think people need to slow their roll because coming into last season, nobody would have put those three teams as the favorites in the NFC. And so who knows who's going to come out of nowhere. And then, by the way, that is before we even mention the Packers, who anytime Aaron Rodgers is healthy, have to be mentioned in that conversation, right? Yeah. By the way, did you see Mike Lombardi uh, tweeted, like, who is the best QB in the NFC West? Yeah, and what was the voting? <laughs> no, I didn't. See, I, I don't think it was, like, an actual poll. He's like, who's – maybe it was. But the I point is, how is it even a question when Russell Wilson's Wils- in that division? Wilson, Goff, uh, Jimmy yeah. G. I mean, uh, yeah, it, you exactly. know, it was insulting. Or Sam Bradford. Or, or – oh, yeah. yeah. I, did he even mention Sam? I'm not sure. But – Yeah. Uh, but and, anyway, by the way, so, the, but, the but worst – point is, the, how can we not yeah. – how can we not include the Packers in a conversation of contenders? No, the Packers Aaron are Rogers definitely contenders. If Rodgers plays 16 games, like, obviously, they're a top two or three. They have, they have Muhammad Wilkerson. They've, they've stolen from you guys. Listen, Muhammad Wilkerson basically didn't exercise for two years – literally missed the meeting basically every like was every single he would have been cut 14 times by the Patriots before he did last year he missed so many meetings um and uh just like stopped showing up and he dared them to cut him and they couldn't and eventually they just sent him home and I mean it, the joke's on him he he would have you know if he had tried hard the last two years he would have signed another like 80 million dollar deal and instead he got a one-year deal but I agree him on a what you want him on a one-year deal although again the Jets had him Basically, you know, knowing he would be cut and he wasn't trying. But maybe he tried to play his way out of New York. Yeah, so he'll be great for them. Uh, yeah, no, I'm scared of the Packers. The NFC, uh, we said this at the end of last year, but, like, the NFC has just absolutely taken over. The NFC yeah. is so much better than the AFC right now. Especially, like, I mean, Brady's going to be 41 next year, and nobody is emerging as the second best yeah. in the AFC. Do you have any take on all the moves the Browns have made, or we don't even need to discuss those? No, I mean, I yeah, they, they've gotten a lot of mediocre guys, and I mean, obviously they're going to be better than last year. And Tyrod Taylor like is not going to go in sixteen. I mean, shockingly think... shocking to see them cut bait on Deshaun Kaiser that quickly. No, he stunk. I, I think, however bad he was, because he was such an a hole, and like the little we got to hear and see from him, I'm sure he was a nightmare behind the scenes too. Like, <laughs> the, it's funny because like. The the Bills taking on Kaiser, although I don't think they had any value in him. Like, there's some sometimes you see like, oh, this this team is like universally a disaster. Whereas the Bills make some incredible moves and then like abominable moves, and like the Bills the Bills signed, um, I was gonna say Marshawn Lynch. They they signed Chris Ivory to like an obscene contract after he got cut. Like he Chris Ivory should yeah. at best be making like league minimum, uh, but then they fleece the you, Bengals. You mean, you mean he for, should be making league minimum in the CFL? In the like in the in the spring yeah. league that Johnny Manziel is yeah. going to be in, and then yeah. and then he and then they flip the twenty first pick 
move eight spots up for an old aging like never healthy left tackle so the bank i mean the Bengals are morons there's so many dumb teams in the afc it stinks that the jets are one of them because it would be nice to be like one of the three smart teams and you you know you could really like run circles around all this that's why the same freaking patriots steelers ravens like the good organizations are so much better than like the eight clown colleges in the afc yeah, I mean, the Titans, like, gave money to Deion Lewis. Have they not seen the track record of Patriots running backs going anywhere else? Yeah, it's obscene. There's just – all these teams are, like, trending down. Like, Baltimore, Cincy, Tennessee, Cleveland's not even trending up. Miami's down. Buffalo's down. Almost every NFC – I mean, the, the the NFC team that I'm most down on now is probably the Giants, who just gave Jonathan Stewart a ton of money, which makes no sense. That was a disaster. Yeah, makes no sense. Uh, they way overpaid for Alec Ogletree. I mean, yeah, and they, it's, and the it's Rams, older also, although they have to, I think. The Rams might have, like, cut it. I mean, like, the Ram, they that was not the market for Alec Ogletree. Um, there's just not a lot of talent on that team, and they have to deal with the one talent and is, is, is you know, is a nightmare right now. And is, you know, well, hold on. Did you, see, did you see what Bill Barnwell, the only uh, signing so far that he has given an F to? Not a D minus or a D or D plus, but a straight F. Yeah, Jarek McKinnon. Yeah. So San Francisco, yeah. everybody's in love with uh, with San Francisco, obviously. I'll say this. G. Any team that's overpaying a running back, you know they don't know what they're doing. Because I'll, yeah. I'll tell you that the team that will not overpay a running back, and that's the Patriots. Right? But it's, it's, one like, thing, it's one thing to overpay a running back who's, like, done something. Jarek McKinnon has been, like, right. he's very good as the give, second like, or third option. Le'Veon, you know, at this point, like, I'd rather give Le'Veon Bell $22 million than give Jarek McKinnon more than yeah. the league minimum. Like, because yeah. he's not even good, right? Not only is he overpaid... But he's old and bad. They they literally. No, no, he's paid fine him. as a change of pace guy, but he's not good. I mean, the announced value was four years, thirty million. Obviously, it's nothing close to that. I don't know what the guarantee is yet. It's a lot, but, I think. Yeah, but yeah, but he's he's he's, he's turning twenty six. We've never seen. I mean, what his career average is four point zero yards per carry, and and that's that's as a guy who's coming in mostly. You know, in no, first situations. two years was 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 five, and the last two years was three. Yeah, well, that's because the first two years he only came in on third and fifteens. Right. And so, you know, those are easy runs. Third down backs are always going to have higher yard per carry. Yeah. Here's my theory. I've been thinking about this today. Yeah. Mike Shanahan really knows what he's doing. John Lynch doesn't know what he's doing. And like Shanahan sort of like facilitates or like Belichick essentially hands them Jimmy G, which makes us think they're smart. Yeah. But everything else they're doing, it makes me think that they're dumb. Yeah. I mean, yeah. last year he gave uh, Yusuf, but, but Jimmy G can mask a lot of that. We saw Andrew Luck mask a lot of that in Indianapolis for a couple of years. Yes, uh, it's it, it could become an Andrew Luck situation. And we were on the we, I, the original Thirty Two Fans podcast with Ari Gold was on the was on the you know the uh, the Colts are an absolute fraud. You know, yelling. Yeah. Well, at you Jake always Lewin like to say two to fifty three. Yes, the, yeah. yelling at Jake Lewin seven years ago about this. So uh, I, I, my fear, and again, John Lynch, kind of dumb as an announcer, maybe he's dumb. And also the the fullback deal last year was was considered the worst deal in the league that they pay, that they paid their fullback a zillion dollars when nobody else would have given him more than the league minimum. Yeah, because he went All to right. Harvard. Okay, so now now let's get to the main event, which is mm-hmm. uh, you know the big name quarterbacks. So as we said, Cousins uh, had a few places to go almost right away. People talked about the Vikings were going to give him like three years, ninety million guaranteed. And the only thing the Vikings were waiting on was to see if there was any chance that Drew Brees at 39 and with already, you know, over $100 million in the bank would consider, you know, uprooting his family and moving to Minnesota. And apparently the Vikings offered him like 50 or $60 million guaranteed. And then he uh, decided to go back to the Saints for like less than half of that. And then the moment that that became public, almost immediately thereafter, it became public that the Vikings deal with Cousins was a done deal. 
Uh, how did you feel as a Jets fan? Did, what, what, uh, tell me, like, sort of the, the percentage at, the, at your highest point. What percentage chance did you think that the Jets were going to get, Brad, uh, Cousins? Uh, I mean, obviously, it will get lower and lower every day, but <clears throat> I thought it was 50-50. Like, I thought, I thought they or, – or I thought maybe they were the favorite – but in my heart, I knew, like, why would he go to the Jets who are so, you know, rebuilding over the Vikings who, if you believe yeah. in your abilities, and obviously he does, then you have to think you're the missing piece to them, you know, overcoming Philly and making Yeah, I mean, he's 29 years old. He comes to the Jets. His best case scenario is that they're a contender by the time he's, what, 31, 32? Yeah, and players don't think like that. I'm sure he's thinking he's going to play the way Brady and Breeze are, like, that he's got 10 more years, and, he, and also he doesn't have a lot of miles on him. Yeah, but, but why? But even, yeah, yeah, I'm sure he thinks he has 10 more years, but why waste two of them? No, I don't. I agree. I mean, listen. There's a reason he didn't even visit the Jets. Like, I mean, you're gonna, you know, at this point, you're gonna. Everyone's gonna pick the Vikings over the Jets. If he, I would be very concerned if he picked the Jets over the Vikings because it would have just meant that the Jets offered him like two more million a year guaranteed, and you know, he's all about the money. All right. So, so, so you guys end up. Well, so it's funny because the Vikings have these three free agent quarterbacks who combined have gotten like fifty million guaranteed or something. So uh, they're being spread all. I think Denver got Keenum was the first one. I'm not yeah. sure that that's a great move for Denver, honestly. Um, I mean, he's better than what they have now. I think they're going to draft but, but a quarterback. Hold on. But if we look at Case Keenum's career before 2017, would we say that he's better than what they have now? Yeah, because they have, no, what they have no, we now wouldn't. was 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 terrible but, beforehand. But, yeah, but what they have now is basically Case Keenum pre-2017. I mean, isn't that still better than Trevor Simeon? It's probably better, but how much better? Like, does this make the the Broncos what what five a and zillion times last year? better? Like, even if you think Case Keenum is going to revert to Los Angeles Rams, Case Keenum, that's better than Trevor Simeon and Paxton Lynch. If I put it the Broncos matter. over I, under, if I put the Broncos over under right now at eight, would you take the over? Because I would not. No, I don't think the Browns are good, but I I, I also with Paxton Lynch right, they would have well, gone three and thirteen. Well, they have a lot of talent, and so but okay, all right, fine, okay, so Do so they? you're not high on that move. And then, of course, Arizona signed Sam Bradford for, I think they're guaranteeing him $15 million. And if people are making fun of that, I don't think that's a terrible contract. No, it's fine. The Jets are paying $15 million for McCown and Bridgewater. Uh, and McCown yeah. is a zero upside guy, you know, because he's 40. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Teddy Bridgewater is, you know, a, a upside and, through and the moon. But, you look, know, we, we, well, hold on. Well, we'll get to the Jets in a second. We've seen from Sam Bradford, and we saw it in week yeah. one last year. We saw it the previous season where he set the NFL record for completion percentage. And everybody made fun of him that it was dink and dunk. But he also led the league in adjusted uh, percentage for balls thrown 10 yards or more down the field. So Sam Bradford yeah. has an arm. What he doesn't have yeah. is any, you know, non-brittle bones in his body, which is good because he's coming to a team Arizona. I would you rather have Keenum or Bradford if you were the Cardinals. Well, here's the thing. The Cardinals have just dealt with this with Carson Palmer for the last couple of years. Yeah. Uh, I mean, who's their backup? But what, they, they just have an old, and Bradford isn't like that old ultimately, but he, you know, he, he's an old Effectively. man who's always injured. Yeah. I, I you know, I, like I would be very nervous, uh, you know, about the direction of my organization if I was a Cardinals fan, but not not because of the Bradford trade, really. Um, because it's a one-year deal. One-year deals at this point, like it doesn't matter if it's a thousand, you know, if it's but, but if it's yeah, million. well, okay, that's true. But here's my issue with the with the Cardinals. Each of the last two years, the Cardinals have tried to extend this little run of relevance that they have, rather than rebuilding. And by signing Bradford this year, that means they're trying to do it one more year. And I don't think they've picked up the lesson which they should have from the last two years, which is, you know, it's probably over for you guys. Right? I mean, they they can go eight and eight. They maybe can weasel into the playoffs in nine and seven. But this is not a Super Bowl contender. Even if Sam Bradford stays healthy for 16 games, which is never going to happen. Yeah. Right. Bradford plays 16 games. 
They're in they go nine absolute, and seven. They're in a brutal division. Just brutal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, Goff is getting really good and has, you know, as an absolute superstar coach. They yeah. have Russell Wilson and Jimmy G. Uh, that that division is maybe the best in football. Yeah, um, I mean the NFC South. Everybody, well, I mean, that, I that team could go four and twelve. Like, let's not pretend that that team is stacked with talent up and down. Like, that's a team. Arizona, you're saying? Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, gets, David Johnson gets comes injured, back. If Bradford gets injured, they're getting a top five pick in the 2019 draft. I mean, maybe maybe they're tanking. I don't think so. I mean, well, then, why, we forget well, how good David Johnson was. Also, yeah. That's they, true. They had him for, you know, 12 minutes last season. Yeah. So you're saying 8-8 eight and eight was, is not terrible then? It's hard to go 8-8 eight and eight if you're the worst team in that division. Oh, next year. Yeah, I'm saying they went 8-8 eight and eight this year. Oh, no, no. 8-8 eight and eight was like, uh, you know, it was a decent coaching yeah. job. All right, fine. So let's get you to your beloved Jets, and we'll end with the Vikings. Actually, in that division. So Miami, obviously, they're going to run it back with a healthy Tannehill, right? Run it back with healthy Tannehill, but, the, I mean, Landry is one of the more underrated players in the league. I, not for – I mean, fantasy football players know – that he's pretty good, but I mean, Landry's well, they signed really Danny excellent. Amendola. <laughs> yeah, but he, I mean, he's not even going to start. No, like, I they was got joking. rid of him partially because yeah. they, you know, because they they have guys they like, like Devontae. So, Parker. so the only team that doesn't have a starting quarterback right now in the NFL, I think, is Buffalo. Right, the only team, uh, you know, but but there's going to be four guys picked in the top six. Yeah, well, I think the Giants are going to take one. As any right. replacement. Well, the Browns the Jets, are going to take one, obviously. We'll get to the Jets in a second. Yeah, the Browns, the Browns have one and four, Tyler and they're Taylor. obviously taking a quarterback. Yeah, for sure. Of course. Um, but so, but in terms of a starting, a rookie starting quarterback next year, is there going to be a rookie starting quarterback in Buffalo? Yeah, uh, almost definitely. Okay. I mean, they have picks 13 and 22 now, so I, they're going to swing into the top 10 for sure. Well, but, but, but top it, 10? I mean, are they, but are they going to manage to swing to the top four or five? If you I mean, had to guess, if you had to guess right now, it yeah. is March fourteenth. Yeah, the NFL draft would usually be a couple weeks away, but I think it's like over a month away. It's the end of April this year. Who is okay. going to be the Buffalo Bills starting quarterback in Week One? Uh, we did this Baker, a few weeks ago. Baker Mayfield. Okay. And so, you, and so they're going to trade up, right? I think you said they're at number. They have the number twelve or thirteen pick, something like that. that they, they just got, got the Bengals thirteenth, and they had tw- they had twenty one yeah. and twenty two. Now they have thirteen and twenty two, which is really, yeah. you know, that's an excellent trade ship. Okay. All right. Okay. So yeah, now well, I think the Brown. Jets. I think Taylor. You know, in, unless unless the guy, you know, unless you know whoever it is, Allen or or Rosen or Darnold or Mayfield is just absolutely incredible at number one. Uh, you know, you assume Tyra Taylor is going to be able to win the spring training the uh, the training camp job over him. Yeah. Uh, so I think Taylor starts for the for the Browns. It's almost impossible to imagine that Eli does not win the starting job over whoever the Giants. No, there's no right. chance. There's no chance. Right. I mean, they don't have to cut him. Yeah. You have, you'd have to cut him. Exactly. Right now, yeah. So. They don't bring him back to settle them. Right. They wouldn't have done okay. that. Every, so everything let's get to your happened. Jets. So it becomes clear that the Jets are not going to get Cousins. And at that point, what did you want them to do? Well, I wanted them to sign Teddy B. I, it's a little weird that they signed McCown and Teddy B. Uh, I think I don't know what Bridgewater's base is. I know he can make up to fifteen million. I think it's a single digit number. Um, where that that if like he doesn't play, what you know, what what his sort of like. But here's the thing: it's also a one year contract. There's no team option. So the the best case scenario for the Jets is that Teddy B is totally healthy and he is what we thought he was going to be a couple of years ago. In that yeah. scenario, he's he's it's a Kirk Cousins situation. He's a complete free agent next year. So what did you gain? Com- I mean, maybe he wouldn't sign a two-year deal. Like I don't. I, mean, I just. I, don't know. I can't understand. I, I under. I understand. Here's the deal. There. I don't understand why a, a team would sign a contract for Bridgewater without having yeah. a team option on the second year. 
if here if you I, I I thought about it too. Maybe they were not willing for for this little amount of money. And again, he's making a third, possibly or a half of what Brad of what Bradford's making. If he does, if well, hold on, playing. he might he might be totally unhealthy, and then he'll have to start yeah. all over again next year. We have no idea. I mean, at a certain point, he's going to have a tough time getting a job. If he doesn't get on the field this year, he's going to it's going to be hard for him to get you know more yeah. than a third string look. And then so then, so then the, the other field. question with the Jets, oh, and we'll get to Teddy more in a Listen, second. Listen, it's a high-class problem if for the Jets to finally have a good quarterback, and then they have to pay through the bank, which they have the money for, to yeah. sign to sign uh, Teddy B. Okay, but McCown, they are paying him like more than double what a backup gets. Well, listen, his, uh, he, they're not competing against other teams necessarily for McCown. They're competing against retirement. It made sense I mean, to me was great. to you know what this was also? This, draft, th- I think this yeah. was like a, re- a reward for last year, which teams should never do. But I think ultimately it, it was, you know, he's, he's supposedly an amazing guy. And yeah. he was incredible. He was absolutely incredible for them for about half the year. Yeah. Um, not incredible enough that they didn't fire the offensive coordinator after yeah. the season. <laughs> um, uh, not, you know, forgetting that when he when he left, the team collapsed. Um, yeah. I mean, listen, it's amazing because. Christian Hackenberg is like already the fifth string on this team. <laughs> like he's not even well, make so the training camp. Well, I don't even understand. This is what I understand. If you're going to sign Bridgewater, right? Yeah, yeah. Then you do need some kind of competent back backup. But the amount they paid McCown when they did that, I thought, oh, so they're definitely going to draft a rookie, and they need McCown to start the beginning of the season. Well, yeah. Oh, Bridgewater is going to have to beat him out. Like I don't McCown understand. Is the I don't understand. I don't McCown, understand. McCown's McCown. showing up day one and taking the first snap in training camp. No yeah, question. I don't understand Every the McCown Bridgewater combo. And then the question is, does this mean they're definitely not taking a rookie then? No, I think they are. I think the plan. Every beat so writer was saying yeah. McCown, Bridgewater, and rookie, which of of course you're going to point out makes no sense because there are not enough snaps no for two people, let alone three. Exactly. But that's the quarterbacks' and, and, problems. To to me, that I, it makes some sense to compile the quarterbacks. McCown gives you the chance to win this year. Bridgewater is an interesting look for now and the future. And if you get a quarterback, uh, you know, then who cares about McCown and Bridgewater? They're free agents next year. Well, the options with, with, with the, the, the outcomes for Bridgewater are pretty much binary. Either yeah. he's injured and no longer who he once was, in which case, yeah. so what? Who cares? Right. Option two is, oh, no, we can get the Bridgewater that we thought the Vikings were getting before, you know. His, right. His that, I mean, that guy has to be better pieces. than Josh McCown, right? Yeah. But if that happens, then what do you do with this rookie you just drafted? Again, the the idea of the Jets having two good quarterbacks, we're going to listen to this conversation in eight months and laugh I, that the, I understand, when all three but, of but, them are bad. Okay, but the team, <laughs> has, old to, McCown can't but throw the team has to have a plan. I oh, agree with you No, they that. don't. <laughs> There's a reason why this team hasn't had a home playoff game, you know, has had two in my lifetime, and that's uh, they don't have a plan. There's no plan. It's just I don't, under- I don't understand why you sign Teddy and take a quarterback with a top five pick. And they signed Teddy this one-year contract where if he's good... Well, he, one either, of the weird so things, as you know, about NFL free agency is you do free agency and then the draft. When in the NBA, yeah. you do it the other way. It makes so it completely like, idiotic. You can't exactly. not have a quarterback and then you don't pick one. And then you're like, oh, let's you talk yourself into Christian Hackenberg. Well, but they still have... Well, they, hold Teddy. on. They still have Macau, though, right? As a, as a yeah, you have a... That, so then your plan is no Teddy, no rookie. And then you have... Then your starting <laughs> quarterback is Macau and your backup is Christian Hackenberg. That's well, what no, you're no, going no. in 2018 with. No, if you go in with... You sell a single ticket. If you go in with McCown only, you know you have to get a rookie. That's the, you're getting a rookie. Yeah, but you you can't paint yourself into a position where you need to get somebody because then you have no leverage in the draft. And what if you don't like the guy? You know what I mean? Yeah. What if you're what if you only like three of these four guys and the fourth person doesn't fall to you? What if the Bills jump into four because that's yeah. the Browns? I mean, the bottom pick? line is the Bridgewater contract just makes no sense to me for the Jets because best no, case I scenario, I disagree. I think the McCown contract makes no sense. Th- this is the thing: the best case scenario for the Teddy Bridgewater contract is that you're going to have wasted your top ten pick this year. 
The best because the best case scenario is that he's good, and but that's fine. You don't want them to play him. anyway, and then you can make a decision next year. An educated opinion, having had this guy in your in your system for a year, and having had Teddy in your system for a year, and then you decide. Um, but to wait to waste a top ten pick on a guy who's never going to play. That, again, kind of tr- it's not a waste because if he's bad, then it will dodge. And if he's good, there'll be a well, market well, hold for on, him. Hold on. If the Jets if it, decide next year that Teddy Bridgewater is the future, wait, 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 wait. that means I, I that Teddy Bridgewater me. had an amazing yeah. year. And who cares? I'll, I'll light that. Okay. I'll throw that guy hold into on. the ocean. Let's, I don't care. Let's let's go back to what you said. You said if he's bad, then it's not a wasted yeah. pick. Well, if he's bad, of course it's a wasted pick. By definition, it's a wasted pick. I know, but I'm saying who cares? Like the Teddy, oh, but there's no, there's okay. no connection. And, to the and it, but if he's good, what do you mean if he's good? If Bridgewater's good, which is the theory that with the hypothetical we're talking about right now, then you're never right. going to find out if the rookie's never going to find. No, but you'll play. you have an idea. That, listen, Jimmy Grapple didn't play. They knew he was good be, because they had him in their system, and and well, no, you know but, they but saw the him reason in that he could demand. Ve- okay, but the point is we're talking. And about he was a not a first round pick. We're talking about a hypothetical where Bridgewater is. Really good, and so the and so the Jets want to keep him and trade and get value for this rookie. The reason that Gar- the Patriots might have known Garoppolo was good from practice. The reason that Garoppolo had trade value to the rest of the league is because we saw him do it in three games when Bridgewater when uh, Brady was suscended. Uh-huh. Right. So mm-hmm. this, there's no scenario in which Teddy Bridgewater is really good and healthy and is the quarterback of the future for the Jets, and also the Jets have a rookie who everybody else is going to offer value for. That, 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 that scenario doesn't yeah. exist. All right, we're going in circles. I hear what you're saying. Right. Listen, yeah. having too many quarterbacks is a high-class problem. We'll figure it out. Yeah, look, Next the Vikings year, had it last Josh year. Josh McCann MVP. Yeah, so. Teddy Bridgewater looks flawless in weeks when the Jets are 15-0. Replacing yeah. him uh, in week 17, <laughs> throws for 400 yards, four touchdowns with the Jets' backup offense. And then uh, and Josh Rosen uh, you know, does a lot of mitzvahs all around town. And he looks great, too. And then and okay. the Jets right. have to so decide. To, they have a right, Vikings decision where Keenum, Bradford, and Bridgewater, everyone's yeah. just deciding between Yeah, exactly. All right, so all right, let's, let's get to the main, main event. The main so event, the Viking- we talked about the Vikings. There's nothing to talk about. You signed Kirk Cousins, Model Dove. But that's, so we're not going to discuss it? I mean, yeah, it's I mean, we discussed it. Like, what else do you want to talk about? Okay, how about this? Give me completion percentage yards, touchdown, interception stats for Cousins, and we'll play this back in uh, in December. <laughs> Give me gotta, give me predictions for Kirk Cousins season. I have to give you exact numbers here. I mean, you yeah, like I'm not gonna. There's okay. no gun to your head. All right, so I will say, you know, uh, you, you can never expect the team to repeat 13 and three. So let's say the Vikings go 11 and five. Okay, Kirk mm-hmm. Cousins and the Vikings go 11 and five. I guess he throws for let's say uh, 4,400 yards, and we'll give him, I don't know, 32 touchdowns. And 13 interceptions. All right. So he's like in the know. league MVP discussion, basically, because it's no, 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 Third, no, Third, no, 32 and 13. And that, that's not in this. Day and what's, and the, what's your record in this scenario? 12 and four. I said, no, I said 11 and five. Oh, I wasn't listening to the first. No, one. that's not MVP. L- l- you know, hold on. Let me. Oh, well, not uh, because the Packers win the division. Right. And so you're the five seed or something. Or the. No, let's say the Packers go ten and six. Uh, did we not learn <laughs> last year that the, pa- that the Packers two to 53 are garbage? It's Aaron Rodgers and nobody. Mm-hmm. Well, now they have right? Muhammad Wilkerson and Jimmy Graham. So okay, so four to four, four to fifty-three. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I'm looking. Let's say you. Th- what did I say? Forty-four hundred yards and thirty-two and thirteen for an eleven and five team. That would uh-huh. not have been better. Last, I mean, Drew Brees was better than that. Alex Smith was better than that. Tom Brady was better than that. I mean, th- all these guys had like six or seven interceptions. That's the thing, right? Yeah. Who who had nobody had nobody in my top ten quarterbacks had more than twelve interceptions right, right. except no, for you Ben can't throw that many picks and, and win the MVP yeah you are correct so yeah yeah that's a lot of interceptions and also for yeah so but I think that he'll go back to what he was 
in the previous couple of years, which is he was, you know, before 2017 when, when you know, Washington's entire, uh, you know, skill position guys were injured. But the previous two years, he was like the sixth or seventh best quarterback in the league. And I think he'll go back to that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited. All right, let's talk NCAA tournament. All right. Okay. What are we doing? Okay. So we're going to pick a bracket. We're going to go along. I have the bracket open here. Uh, why don't you take a look at, at an actual bracket, but I'll, I'll fill it out with our with our decisions. And we have to fill out a bracket, and if we win, again, listeners get about – one lucky listener will get about $1,000, and then we'll split $1,000, but we have to spend that on our wives. Okay. okay. So let's start in the top left south region. Now, last year when we did this, I, I knew – Hold the on, hold on. Are we, are we doing men's or women's? This is the men's the men's bracket. Oh, okay. Right, we could so do women's, women's. We could do women's final four after if you want. Well, I'm very excited. The Gophers are playing. Uh, it's Minnesota versus Green Bay in the first round. So talk about Vikings Packers. The, the Wisconsin Green Bay they they would used to be in the NCAA tournament like a bunch, and they would always play. I think it was Tony Bennett before he became big time their coach, and they would play like 40, 38 games in the tournament. Wisconsin Green Bay haven't seen much of them in the tournament recently. I yeah, do, as you know, I love the new teams in the tournament. So there's a little bit of a, lo- a new look this year. Not at the top. But so in the middle, there are definitely some teams you don't see uh, every year. That that I okay. Like. All right. So uh, let's can we just talk bracket. overall tournament like uh, bracket picking philosophies for a second? Yeah. Okay. What's so there's going to be about a hundred people in this bracket. Let's let's for you know maybe a little bit more, maybe maybe ninety. But let's just say there's a hundred. So and what's the scoring? Are there like bonuses for upsets? Is it tied? No, to no, no, no. This is this is uh, standard. Um, it's thirty-two points around. Standard. You know, one, two, four, eight, sixteen, thirty-two. Very standard ESPN score. Oh, there's no. You don't get points based on seed. Have you ever filled out a bracket before? Yeah. If you pick a twelve seed and they win, you get more points than a five seed who wins. Okay. Alexander Chester. Yeah, that's not the ESPN. I've been podcasting with you for almost three years. Yeah. That is the the single stupidest thing you've ever said. Most brackets have upset scoring. Okay, first I of would all, say, hold on, hold on, hold on. I would say, as someone who brought four New York Post to school in 1995 to, or 94 in like fifth grade or whatever I was in to run an NCAA tournament pool okay. back then and, and has right. never missed a year since, let me assure you that under 1% of all pools do scoring okay. the way that so, you hold just on. suggested. First of all, you are definitely the wrong one to ask on this because you are infamous for picking the wrong website on which to run all your pools. So, for example, everybody knows that Yahoo is the site for fantasy football. You refuse to use Yahoo. Everybody knows that CBS is the site on which to do brackets. And I have been in CBS brackets dating back to like 2005, 2006, whenever it was created. And on CBS, which is far and away the most popular website, or at least was by now, maybe ESPN surpassed it, I don't know. On CBS, which is all of my brackets are in except for your bracket, you get points in the first two rounds based on the seat. Okay, but I want you to know that every other website it's not like that including espn which is much more popular than cbs because like espn.com is not more popular than cbs.com and also yahoo doesn't have upsets and yahoo's more popular than cbs.com um this is again like i discussed with your wife an example of you assuming that the thing you do is automatically what everyone oh, else okay hold on does. hold on this hold is what on. they call I'm the business egocentrism i'm on a website to see how many people use each of the okay so there's 11 million people this was uh four years ago right yeah uh, ESPN, CBS, uh, which one is more popular? ESPN is growing. Yeah, so ESPN is now the most popular one, but CBS was before. So it's it's not less than 1% because I don't know what – this doesn't show the market share. I, all right. We'll post a poll somewhere on Twitter or in the Facebook group. Uh, who's right? No, I don't, I, 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 there's no poll. This is not an it opinion. It will be 100% to 0% in my favor. The, 
Anyway, even, I, I feel like even the people who play on CBS know that that's not like that's the way God when, intended it. When when you're in a CBS pool, as you don't know because you're not in them, because for some. Uh, by the reason. way, I, I literally am. If you want to okay. join my friend Mark, uh, hit me up. I'll, okay, I'll so in your pool, pool, go to the score mm-hmm. page right now, and for each person's name, it says name points champion, and then it says maximum points. And for each person, the maximum points is a different number based on their picks. Whereas on ESPN, everybody's maximum points is the same. It's nineteen twenty. It's editable, but I believe the standard is the 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 default on CBS is one two four eight twelve sixteen. Okay, the so default the... is not your is not your way even, even on okay, your own well, site. I, I'm in three CBS pools and they're all like that. So all right, if you agree with uh, Akiva, say hashtag I am correct, and if you agree with Ash, Alex, hashtag my brain doesn't work. I'm in okay. these pools. There's nothing to discuss. There's no agree or disagree. I am That's in just these pools to discuss. Okay. <laughs> if, right, like, if your wife was listening and she filed sports, she would have divorced you. That take was so bad. All right, let, okay. let's just, this isn't a take. I'm just telling you the pools I'm in. I'm not the commissioner of any of these pools. It is possible that take. they all edit the default, and I don't know. All right, but all right, let's get back to the, uh, the, okay. the, the task at hand, which is you right. agree that if we pick the consensus final four or the consensus finals, it gives us, even if we're right, maybe a 1 in 10 or 1 in 20 chance because many people will have that. Brackets. So you could get the championship game right and still only have a five percent chance or a ten percent chance of winning. No, if you get if you get the entire final four right, you, there's no way you're not finishing in the top five of your pool. Yeah, but there's no value. First of all, there is a way if you pick. I'm saying if you picked all chalk, and second of all, oh, oh if you pick no all chalk, then that's the outcome in a pool okay. like this and finishing fifth. You're going for the win. All the money is in first. There is some second place money, but all you know what I mean. There's no. It's there, the value is in okay, winning. So so most most and again you're going to disagree with me. Most NCAA pools that have you know I'm talking about the pools that have like a hundred people, not the pools that have twenty six people in them. Most sure. pools give payouts for like four or five six people, like quite a few people. Okay, fine. This is giving, but now you know this yeah. is most of the first and a little bit okay. the second. All right. Anyways, let's just get to the stupid bracket. Okay. So my point is, I think we should pick maybe a team that would only be competing with a few other teams. Like we have to have at least one big swing in this bracket. At this, some point. This pool isn't big enough. You said what? There's 100 people in this pool? About 100, yes. That's not big enough to, to worry about strategy. Worry about strategy when you have 300, 400, 600, 1,200 okay. people in your pool. Yeah, I you guess. Just, just pick what you think. I've only, again, I've only run this for 20 years. And how many years I have you literally won? literally marked, by the way, can I tell you a funny story? How, hold on. How many times have you won? Uh, I won once in 2003 because there were 16 people in the pool. I was overseas. Yeah. So. And that's back and when you uh, had to print them out and like hand mark everybody's. Oh, so can, I, I forgive me if I've told the story, but I don't think I have. Um, when I was in college, I wanted to run a pool, and um, another guy on campus wanted to run it also, and we decided to run it together. One of the annoying things was a guy named Ben. Uh, I won't say his full last name, but Ben G. Um, slipped his bracket under our door, but never gave us the money, and he didn't pay. Uh, and because it was a very Jewish name, there was like four guys in that very small school who had the exact same name as him, and none of them copped to it being their handwriting. So we never got that five dollars that I've complained about before. But, but so then we he both ended up winning. Much we like had big a F long. No, he didn't end up winning. He didn't end up winning. We had yeah. we had. Um, yeah, that would have been funny. But right, that was uh, <laughs> that's that's the World Cup pool story. But yeah. so we each wanted to take the. It, it was like a year or two before the online brackets were really ubiquitous. So we did it by hand. What I would do is I'd show up in class. I'd print out a bunch of brackets in the library. I'd show up in class with like 20 empty sheets. And like by the beginning of some super long, like hour and 15 minute boring class, uh, a guy would be like, oh yeah, that looks cool. Uh, but I didn't follow college basketball this year. And 10 minutes later, he's like, hey, can I just like take a look at it? And by the end of class, he'd filled that four and handed me 20 bucks. It was $5 a bracket. That happened 
yeah, all week with with a million people. So the the pool was big, but we um we like we each wanted to bring home the sheets for the weekend because it was a holiday weekend. There wasn't school for like another two weeks. So, but we like how how are we going to score them if only one of them had this? We we you know we were arguing over who would take home the 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 sheets because again they're not online. So we go to make a copy and like the school was closing for two weeks, so they couldn't they wouldn't copy it. So we came up with an idea, which was we said our teacher needs this runoff um, one copy of each of these like hundred something pages really quickly, and we put like one like uh, you know history of biology paper and on top and history days. of biology, yeah. and we hid the hundred papers in the sandwich, and we were like hey like uh, you know and we like even named the teacher that we thought the, the secretary liked. Can you just run this off really quickly? Because usually in college, you have to like give things in days ahead of time. It's not high school or, or like a, the small schools we went By to. By the way, really quickly, uh, not a way to describe the story, but go on. Huh? Nothing. I'm just making fun of your story. It's very long. Okay. Boring. So <laughs> it's great. So the, so she made a copy of each of our brat. We had like the college secretary, un, unbe- unbeknownst to her, make, college, make a copy of all hundred of our brackets so we could each take them home and grade them and make sure we had like the same grades for them uh anyway end of story you could have just done the way yeah so if you think that was a horrible boring story that had no ending uh Mm -hmm. you can hashtag alex was right and if you think it was a good story then you could hashtag i have no brain uh you could have just done you could have just done the move that people you know that teachers always do in like elementary school grade each other's papers just give everybody somebody else's form no we each wanted to have them so we'd know who was winning over the holiday. Yeah, all right. Okay. All right. We weren't, that I was guess great. we weren't in sync on that. Okay, that story was very boring. All right, so let's get to this bracket. I, this okay. was supposed all to be right. a mini-sode, by the way. No, it's not. It was supposed to be. Yeah, yeah no one told me. All right. <laughs> uh, Virginia versus UMBC. We got Virginia. Yeah. Uh, by the way, um, in in 10th grade or 11th grade, there was a 1-16 game Auburn-Winthrop, and uh, Yashai Samet picked um, Winthrop to beat Auburn in, as a 16 over a 1, and not, again, not an upset pool. Uh, and for the rest of the uh, high school, we call them the Winthrop Walrus. Um, <laughs> uh, Creighton, Kansas State, eight nine game. Yeah, I like Creighton here. Right, they have yeah. Marcus Foster, big scorer. Yeah, I like Creighton too. I, I, I know, right. all, I know all my top scores because of our players pool, of which I've been two this year. <laughs> yeah, we we uh, yeah. If you miss the players pool, sign up for next year. It's awesome. You pick, uh, you draft six teams in the tournament in a snake draft. You get that's two how we met, by the team. way, right? That was that, our we met through the players pool. That was that was yeah. that's our meet cute. Yes, yeah. Via gambling, it was it was Chester saying uh, that Excel sheet stinks. I will do a much nerdier and better one. And then he literally just took control of a lot of the pools I ran. Okay, now here's the problem. This quadrant has like a lot of good teams, starting with Virginia we just mentioned, but now the four the. The, uh, arguably the best four, the best five, and the best 12 are all here. So my oh, my like overarching philosophy for this entire bracket is whoever we have coming out of this, let's not have them going any further because the odds of them being the team to come out of it are one in three. Do you follow what I'm saying? No, nobody follows what you're saying. Just say the games. I think everyone right, can, but you got can, it. Okay. Kentucky-Davidson. Kentucky against Davidson. So ordinarily, in pools, I always have to pick a couple 12s because we know 12s are about win about 50% of the time, and you get all yeah. the bonus points. Yes, but apparently ordinarily. Wrong in, <laughs> yes. I've been doing it wrong in your pool for years. So you no thought points. for the last 10 years, you thought you were getting bonus points for picking Davidson. It, I will I will acknowledge the fact that I did notice that on ESPN, everybody, like the max was 1920. And so I think some part of me intellectually understood that ESPN doesn't do bonus points. But I was like, well, ESPN you know, sucks in CBS. Is, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> By the way, one of the reasons to do it on ESPN over CBS is CBS, like the pool manager, 
has like crazy editing power. So a real a serious pool can't be on CBS. It has to be on ESPN for right, integrity purposes. Okay. Uh, so we have Kentucky winning, beating Davidson, right? Okay, fine. Now Arizona over Buffalo, right? Even though I have Buffalo, yeah. Buffalo has four big time scores. Yeah, so um, Buffalo. I, I now. I do you hear like, what I'm saying? What? Yeah. Do you, do you want to pick Buffalo over De, uh, DeAndre Ayton's uh, well, I, Arizona? Well, team? yeah, that's the thing. I, I want to like Buffalo, but Arizona's too good of a four. Yeah, if, this if, bracket if, is if this quadrant is amazing. Wichita State, hundred percent. Wichita State or Auburn. If this was Auburn, Auburn's garbage, by the way. hundred percent. Every team yeah. here could be in the Sweet Sixteen or the Elite Eight. Now, okay. do you hear what I'm saying? Let's let's just let's have the winner of that because. Are you writing down these picks? Are you submitting it somewhere as we're doing it? I'm literally I'm going to click send on ESPN when we're done. I'm clicking okay. along. You think I can remember right, them? So so far, but we do have you hear the what I'm saying? Wait, in the, yeah. Okay, I, let's keep going down. Let's let's, let's go keep down, going down and, and finish okay. this south. Right. It's weird that the south is in the top left. The, the south should be in the bottom somewhere. Of the <laughs> All right. Now this is one of the more interesting six eleven games. Miami uh, Miami versus basically Loyola, they should Illinois. swap the south and the Midwest, and then everything would work. Totally. Now yeah. Miami versus Loyola of Illinois. Yeah, I want I want Loyola. Yeah, Loyola's good, Miami's bad. This is basically almost a pick 'em, I think, or a one point spread. Yeah. I agree. And then Tennessee okay. over Wright State, even though I'm not so hot on Tennessee. I think yeah. this is not hot on Tennessee, but yeah, not picking them to lose to Wright State. Nevada versus Texas as the seven ten game. Yeah, Nevada's another garbage team. Uh I'm definitely taking Texas here. What's your But this is but both neither of these teams are really especially uh good. And then yeah, Cincy, very, Georgia State. Since he's very lucky, I think since he has an easier run in the in the South than Virginia does for sure. I mean, since he got the best draw in the whole tournament of the good teams, I think. Well, I think Villanova's got a pretty good. Uh, Villanova also. got it really good, but also you There's, like since he since he's going to have other than like Purdue, a bunch of monsters murdering each other in the top half of the South. Yeah. Other than Purdue, who do you like in the East? Could we not? Like could we get there in a minute? Okay. All right. Okay. Fine. So we have Texas winning. Uh, so we have a ten and eleven seed winning. Cincinnati's obviously going to win. Okay. So that's the that's the done of our South. We have all, right, all chalk let's keep going with the South. Virginia Creighton. Wait, you don't do an entire round at a time. You do an entire. I, I want to uh, keep going with the South for for okay, reasons fine. that will be clear okay. in a second. Okay. Fine. Virginia Creighton. So Virginia, um, there, there's six man. I think he's injured. Yes. Right. Which might affect them in the freshman. finals, but I think they'll yeah. be okay against Creighton. Yeah, they're going to be Creighton. Fine. Agreed. And now this is an absolute, like, titanic blockbuster matchup already, Arizona. Kentucky, Arizona. Great matchup. Now, do you hear what I'm saying? Whoever wins this game is going to have to play Virginia. Any of these three teams could easily come out of here, which is why I don't want this team going far in our bracket. Do you understand that? But people don't have Kentucky in Arizona. Like, there's not a lot of people who have four or five seeds going into the Elite Eight. Oh, if you want to pick Arizona to be in the finals, then that's a different conversation. But do you, like that, you, because then it's Just, you want you want to put who, but then you're putting you all of our money on Arizona who, do you have between who has Arizona to play and Kentucky. Ca- okay, listen, you you have, you have Arizona, you're putting all our money right? on an Arizona team that is basically going to be an underdog in round two. So it's an interesting play. It goes along with what I'm saying, putting all our money on one team. Let's just pick the damn games. This is like the flag thing. Nobody knows what we're talking about. They're not looking at the bracket. They're driving. They're sitting. Literally everyone knows what we're talking about. Who's still nobody has it. Nobody has the bracket memorized in their head. It's not that complicated. And a lot of people do have Arizona is the four seed. Kentucky's the five seed. I I, I like Arizona. I like Arizona is the best player on the floor in this game. Yeah. I mean, I would definitely take Kentucky. I think Kentucky is. If this makes sense, I think Arizona is a slight favorite over Kentucky, but I think Kentucky would do better against Virginia. Okay. And, again, this is kind of speculation because you've never seen any of these teams play. <laughs> um, it's it's funny because this year, in November and December, I paid more attention to college basketball than I have in, like, a decade. Yeah, we were and all then, over. Remember the three-on-five Alabama yeah. game? But then, 
But then for, from January on, I paid definitely less attention than I've ever Yeah, paid, I mean, you were in Vikings life. mode, then you were in, like, I don't But know. also, um, the Gophers, when they started the season, you know, ranked number 12 in the preseason, and then they completely fell apart and, you know, yeah. finished, like, last place in the Big Ten, I was out. So, yeah. All right. Um, okay, so... Wait, so I have Arizona, Arizona, you have Kentucky. It's right, your call. you can have Arizona. That's fine. But do you hear what I'm saying? I don't think we should have either. I don't think we should put all, right, all of our money okay, in that. Okay, in whatever. Hold on. Well, okay. Let's get. Okay, so we have Loyola against Tennessee. First Tennessee, we, correct. We're I not big we on Tennessee. Tennessee, but okay, fine. Tennessee over there, and then Texas against Cincinnati. Now, and, Cincinnati and again, barely lost Cincinnati. all season. I yeah. love them. They, they and they have an amazing defense. They have the second best defense in the country. Yeah. By the way, that Virginia Cincinnati game will be 32 to 31. It'll be really low scoring, but I think it's yeah. going to happen. So are you okay. agreeing it's going to be Virginia-Cincinnati? I would say that Tennessee and Cincinnati, one of them is is losing and not making the Sweet 16. But I'm not sure which one. So fine, we'll put Cincinnati in there. I'm going to give you my hot take so, here. So you have all chalks. So you have one, two, three, four. I'm telling you with 100% certainty, it will not be one, two, three, four in the Sweet 16 out of the South. But I'm very nervous about the South, and I think we're playing it the right way. And I think, and you're not going to like this, because Cincinnati has a – has less of an obstacle to advance to the Elite Eight than Virginia does. If Virginia and Cincinnati play, I definitely want Virginia. But I think Cincinnati is going to be there, but Arizona or Kentucky could be up top. So I think we should have Cincinnati in the Final Four. And then you don't have to pick them any further because you're already going with the team that... Anyway, the point is that I'm saying saying no, I don't agree, because either Cincinnati or Tennessee is going to lose in the first weekend. Yeah, and and if they don't, they're, they've maybe got a 50% chance where Virginia's, you know. All right. You started this whole thing by saying you didn't want to go chalk, and then you picked one, two, three, and four to make it in, uh, no, in the Sweet No, I didn't 16. say I don't want to go chalk. I said right, we have okay. to make one right. big okay. move. <laughs> All right. Uh, money moves. Virginia versus uh, Arizona. Who do you got? Virginia. Oh, I thought you want the star power. Not, yeah, against Kentucky, not against the freaking best team. Okay. All right. Okay. So you have Virginia in the Elite Eight. And uh, Cincinnati, Tennessee, again, to me, one of them will have already lost. The other one will win this game. I have no idea. Um, I mean, Cincinnati does something special. First of all, Cronin's a really good coach. Uh, yeah. You almost have to go with the better coach. Cincinnati does something special. They play defense. Okay. So we have the one won. against the two all year long and they in the South. People. Okay. So what 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 phenomenal prognosticators we are. We have the one, two, three, and four winning the first weekend, and then we have the one and the two facing each other for the uh, final. Well, listen, four. you want an upset. I want the two over the one, and you won't even give it to me. I, I didn't say that. I said I don't even want the two this far or the one. Yeah. I would have I, Kentucky. I, can we put Cincy in the final four? I have Kentucky coming out of this, this bracket altogether. Yeah, but I, I, don't, I, I, I just think the odds are not in that favor. But you said you wanted – <laughs> I, I said I opened up by saying I don't want to play around with the South. We got three brackets. To, you can have freaking Radford in the Final Four. I don't care. But I don't think we mess with the South. I think you go with Cincy. It's a safe bet that very few people are going to have Cincy in the Final Four. Let's okay, see so how many people Cincinnati. you could you okay. check. How many so, people have put Cincy in the Final Four? Basically, just 12%. so I understand. This is 12%. essentially. This is that have him in the Final Four? L- yeah. Less than Arizona. Yeah, that's too low. Um, five thirty-eight gives them a twenty-five percent chance of making it. Yeah, so there is value there for sure. There's value. Do you agree? Um, we'll have them lose for whoever they play. We're going to have them lose because there's no value in having them in the finals. In my but opinion. just just so far, has there yeah, been a single pick is. made that is different than your other bracket? Because it, it seems like this is just your bracket again. But no, 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 yeah, I I I, met, I did my bracket like on Monday, and I have no idea who I picked. Okay, <laughs> I have but no so idea. Far, so far, uh, but I've, I've, I've listened to more podcasts. Right. I'm much more educated Whatever. now than I was a month. Okay. All right. Okay. And All I right. watched move. a lot okay. of games. Let's move, the last d- few let's move down to the West. 
Yeah. Okay. The the West to me is the deepest bracket because it has the weakest one seed, and it has the strongest not, two seed. Not the deepest. The, the most teams that could win. You're saying. Well, it has the strongest two seed. It not has the quality, strongest. Four, just in compe- it's the most competitive. Is what again? You're I think it has the strongest two seed. I think it has the strongest four seed, and it has the weakest one seed. So yeah, it's okay. very competitive. All right, All right. So Xavier, we don't have to discuss eight nine. I I, I really like Missouri over Florida State. I just think oh. Porter is a superstar and. Oh. Yeah, a superstar. He's played one game. To me, uh, the stupid people are going to pick Missouri, and I'm laughing all the way to the bank. Florida State, to me, no question. I'm giving you Florida State. I, you gave me the okay. arguments in the last one. <laughs> all right. Ohio State, San Diego State. South Dakota State. So, so, excuse me. South Dakota. It just says SD, yeah. SDST. No, SDSU is two games. So here's the thing. Huh? South Dakota, I've, I've loved those Jack Rabbits for a couple of years. They score. Um, yeah. Mike Down, he's phenomenal. He scores like 25 he's points get a game or something. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, Every single every, year. How tall is Mike Down? Six nine, I don't know. Okay, I was just gonna. I was hoping you thought he was a point guard because he sounds like a like a point guard, but he's a big man. Yeah, okay. actually, you know how I know that because one of the people in one of our uh, league of leagues, when they submitted their team to me, uh, their players yeah. with yeah. each player, they gave me their name, which is a normal thing to give. Their uh, their points per game, which is not a normal thing to give. Their okay. position, which is a weird thing it. to give, and their height. <laughs> Uh, I, listen, they're like <laughs> announcing them and my team. Listen, this person's very excited. So about I said team. to him, I said, I said, thanks for giving me every guy's position and height. And so he mm-hmm. said to me, well, it's important. You can't have a team with too many guards or too many forwards. You need to balance out your roster. And I was like, you know that this is not actually a team that's playing in the tournament. <laughs> he, he's, he's also like giving them a pep talk today. I love it. I love how excited he is. You know, it, it actually reminds me of in ninth grade, uh, I mm. ran a, uh, an NBA fantasy league in my, mm-hmm. in my school. Yeah. And, this was, and this was not rotisserie style. There were no categories. It was just points, rebounds, and assists, blocks, and steals all combined or yeah, whatever. That, we right? did that in elementary school, too. Uh, Kim yeah. Mutombo was the first pick. And, and, and one guy, this guy guy named Zev Vase, uh, mm-hmm. for anyone who remembers Zev Vase, I don't know if anyone from Canada even listens to this podcast. Uh, oh, it was he, Canada, yeah, in, in, in a, this is in This is in 1997-98, so the Bulls are the best team, obviously. But he picked Dennis Rodman in like the third or fourth round. And I'm mm-hmm. like, are you? And I remember I, I went up to him, I remember where he was, because I was sort of running around the school getting people's picks, and he says Dennis Rodman. And I was like shocked, because Rodman wasn't even in like the top 100. And he says, yeah, I really need rebounds. I was like, mm, you don't. But anyway, and then he picked uh, Steve Kerr in like the eighth round because he needed three-point shooting, he said. so. I was a Bulls fan, okay. Yeah. No, he was a Raptors fan. We were, well, I don't know. Whatever. All right. Ohio Raptors State fans. versus South Dakota State. Who do you want? Yeah. So here's the thing. I'm, I'm a little bit low. As somebody who was an expert on, on the Big Ten until they actually started conference play, I'm, I think Ohio State's a little bit overrated. I want them to be upset. And South Dakota State, again, I think is, is a team that could get an upset. You know what? I'm going to say no value in Co- picking South Dakota State, but if you want to, fine. Well, I'm here, here's say, why. Gonzaga why, beat Ohio State by 30 in the regular season. Yeah, so you well, that's what I was going to say. Gonzaga is going to destroy the the other, you know, the winner of yes. this game anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. So, in others, we have no harm if we pick if we pick if we don't get one game out of Ohio State, it's one point or whatever. Yeah. So, a lot of the good Gonzaga teams are were star based. You know, for starting from like the Casey Calvary days and Dan Dick out to Adam Morrison and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and this year, it's much more balanced. Like, even last year, yeah. they had Williams, who was a Kentucky guy. Yeah, I don't think they uh, have a guy who scores 14 points a game. No, they have five They have five good players. And, and they're yeah. all from, like, tiny European countries. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay, so let's go South Dakota State here, and then Gonzaga, obviously, yeah. to be... And we're going to have Gonzaga win, but we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Um, Houston, San Diego State. So this is another one where I think I want to take San Diego State. Well, I got both SDSUs. It's tricky because Houston was very good in a really bad conference, right? It was a three-team conference, and then there was yeah. a bunch of UConns who were just cannon fodder. Okay. So, so what do you, you want, Houston? I, I I don't care. I, I pick Houston, but it, it's pretty much a pick 'em. 
Uh, well, if it's a pick'em, then isn't the value to take the 11 seed? Oh, I guess not in your pool. <laughs> not really. Um, all right, I don't care. You, you and then I, I think Michigan. I think Michigan beats either of these teams anyway. Michigan over Montana, and then Michigan beating. Yeah, and Michigan also, by the way. So they won the Big Ten tournament, but like they didn't like exactly blow teams out in the Big Ten tournament. No, but they I, they have a lot of talent. I mean, I don't. Are we gonna have them win the championship? Probably not. But I, I mean, they're gonna yeah. be Houston. Yeah, I mean, uh, I have to root for Michigan because you know once Minnesota's out, Michigan is my default team to root for. Uh-huh. Uh, all right. So does so your wife actually Houston? care about her old mater or no? Football and a little bit of hockey. Like yeah, she wouldn't watch. So she wouldn't watch if they were in like the Final Four or something. Oh, if they're in the Final Four, she would, yeah. But she's not going to make an effort to watch the first-round game. And neither am I. So by the way, listen to this huge mistake. I am flying tomorrow or Thursday all day, so I'm not watching. I want to explain tomorrow. to you yeah. how, I mean, I would avoid that. Like, I would miss a wedding. I would miss my wedding. I I, I never worked a day. Now I work. It's like one I of the best like, days of the year. It's one of the best days of the year. The Thursday is the best day of the year. I, like... I, you know, I I like order in food and I ignore my family. And I used to like hang out with people when I used to leave my house and and like you just call it a day with a bunch of people. You know, if I wasn't a big loser, I'd probably go to Vegas. We should do that one time. Can we agree? I, I that, have done. How that. about this for a fortieth birthday? I did that with, uh, with with David Epstein, our mutual friend, who I'm also meeting up later in LA today. I mean, I mean, why don't you guys uh, why don't you guys get a little frisky and fly to Vegas tonight and be in Vegas tomorrow for the games? Because I got to fly back uh, to New York tomorrow or to New Jersey. No, you don't. Say. Have to? Like, who's making you? <laughs> uh, I, th- I think my wife uh, will uh, be very happy to hear this from you, Keith. Okay. I th- um, you should consider it. But how about this? For our 40th birthday, we go to Vegas for March Madness weekend. Are you in? Yeah. Uh, I don't want to get too morbid here, but if you had to give odds that we're both alive at 40. I mean, you're in that. good shape compared to me. Like me <laughs> well, you, you know. Over under 94%. Should we make it 35th birthday and go next? Year? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I hope my dad's right, not uh, listening. He, my dad doesn't like when I say I'm going to die young. Shocking. It really bothers him. Okay, so we have Houston. We have Michigan. Uh, Texas A&M and Providence. Uh, to me, it's a toss-up. I guess I like Texas Providence, A&M. honestly. Oh, okay, I, I, I like Providence. Providence. I don't and care. And obviously Carolina, and yeah. obviously Carolina over Providence. Let's just go up. Okay. Uh, we picked the winners of a lot of these games already in the second round. Xavier, FSU. I like Xavier. Yeah. Uh, that, G- Gonzaga. We already have Gonzaga. Uh, we already have yeah. Michigan, and we already have UNC. So let's go immediately to the Sweet Sixteen game. Xavier okay. versus Gonzaga. I think Gonzaga is the favorite, and I think they're going to win. Okay, let's let's put. I have no problem putting in Zaga. By the way, I will say this: as a non-Cincinnati Ian, it would be really cool to see Cincinnati and Xavier playing on semifinal Saturday, right? It's a great long-term rivalry that they had to stop playing because they were so like getting. I mean, it's it's really like a, an amazing rivalry that not everyone knows about. Like, yeah, I, and it's I, I, very much in play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm uh, looking here. So, seventeen twenty-five. There's, yeah, yeah, it would have been like cool a, if like, they were. It would have been cool if they were like in the same a, there's bracket. Like, there's at least a five percent chance that they face each other. That would be awesome. It'd be yeah, awesome. it'd be cool. Um, but yeah, but I have Gonzaga beating Xavier. What are your thoughts? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And now an, an absolutely blockbuster uh, Sweet Sixteen game: Michigan, North Carolina, one of the highest rated games of the tournament. Uh, North Carolina's gonna win by thirty. Okay. Yeah. And then a uh, rematch in the Elite Eight, a rematch of the championship game from last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does Gonzaga get revenge? Um, I mean, North Carolina just has much more talent, let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, Gonzaga's worse than last year. Like, much worse. Yeah, but if we're trying to beat 100 people, having North Carolina in the Final Four, and I think I have North Carolina winning it all in my bracket, actually. Yeah, I I got to be honest. I think I do, too. Oh, (laughs) But I'm saying, so here, let's zag when they're expecting us to zig. Let's take Gonzaga. I don't like it, but I, I, I don't hate it. 
All right, so why don't we leave this Elite Eight matchup alone for the moment? Okay, yeah, right now I have temporarily have Gonzaga in, but it, depending on how chalky the right side of the bracket is, we could agree to uh, switch it up. Okay, so we have Cincinnati, and they're going to face either Gonzaga or UNC. Correct. All right, let's go right, quickly. Let's in the go east. to the east. Villanova, okay. obviously. Who do you like? Virginia Tech, Alabama. I mean, look, Alabama has Colin Sexton, who can win three on five. Mm-hmm. But uh, he, their team isn't very good. They only made the tournament. I mean, they didn't deserve to make the tournament, although they had a nice little run in the SEC uh, tournament. I think uh, Virginia Tech's the better team. Okay, West Virginia, Murray State. And by the way, it's going to be this. It's the same thing with Missouri. It's the same thing with Oklahoma. Like we want to see these stars win, but their team. Are, yeah, it's it's an interesting tournament because uh, like in the last few years, these teams just haven't even made it. Like the Jante Murray, yeah. la- not uh, not the Jante Murray. Excuse me, uh, Markel Fultz, the next year Washington point yeah. guard, didn't even make it last year. Like we got the stars in. But the Trey Youngs, the Con Seconds, they're on such bad teams that it's it's going to be weird. Michael Porter. I mean, when's the last time that we had, like, I mean, was it Steph Curry? When's the last time that you had a star on a small team who, like, did something in the tournament? Uh, uh, Gordon Hayward. Well, Hayward was before but Curry. But I wonder if that was such a small team, though. Yeah, and that was before. No, that, I mean, no, that was the no, first that was year of Butler. Curry. It was obviously a small team. I don't team. know. Anyway, all right. Um, let's West Virginia, Murray State. I like Murray State. I really like West Virginia. You know, I liked Bob Huggins in Cincinnati. I like Bob Huggins in West Virginia. Uh, yeah, West Virginia. Who do you like, Wichita State, Marshall? Um, I would love to see Marshall win, but it's probably Wichita State. We probably it's not it's not the Wichita State team we've really necessarily seen in the last couple of years, but well, yeah, they're not a one seed, but yeah, but. no. Uh, Florida versus the Bonnies. The Bonnies uh, beat, just beat UCLA. Yeah, Florida's not bad. Uh, let's say we're, Florida. We're a little down on all the SEC teams, except for maybe Kentucky. We are losing the second round, so we're kind of well. Really I, I want them to go to the Final Four, but yeah. All right, okay. We're shorting. The all right, SEC. so let's take Florida over there. Um, okay. So we don't. Texas have any Tech is yet. is a three seed that's getting negative zero respect from the country. Yeah, well, they're going to lose, but it's not to Stephen F. Austin. So. Well, let's see. They are making the Sweet Austin on a San Francisco Austin. They're only even making the Sweet 16 at 55%. They're in the Elite Eight at 19%. Well, hold on. 55% is not bad. No, it's not so bad. But also, the, it's a, it's a, you know, it's an insanely weak bottom quarter. By the way, uh, 55% is uh, identical to Michigan, I think, as a three seed in the West. So, All right. Uh, okay, fine. So, No, Michigan's at 75% to make the... Oh, the, well, then that, that's the ridiculous. Season. Yeah, people are way overrating Michigan. Okay, All right, Texas Arkansas... Tech. Arkansas, okay, Texas Tech. Arkansas should uh, be an underdog to Butler. I don't know. Yeah, I like Butler also, and yeah. per- I like Purdue. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, Purdue's a really, really good team. They can win the national championship. Mm-hmm. Okay. And again, all my Big Ten opinions are based on uh, four months ago. <laughs> all right, uh, Villanova's going to well, be... I, I, I want to right now skip... I, I, I want to... Should we call our shot? Purdue is such an unsexy team. People are not picking them. Should we make a big play on Purdue? I mean... There's nobody less sexy, I would argue, in American history than Gene Cady. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> so Purdue is like just the ultimate unsexy team always. They're a tenth. They're the tenth pick to be in the finals and to win the final four, and they're a two seed. What, what percentage of people have in the final four? Seven. Oh, that's ridiculous. No, sorry. They have seven seven percentage of people have them in the finals. Eighteen point five in the final four, seven in the finals. Okay, that that's fine. I mean, because Villanova's gotta be what, fifty, sixty percent, I assume? Yeah, Villanova is obviously number one in on, on, yeah. on. All right, okay, we'll get to Villanova's one to make the final four, but then yeah. flipped from Virginia. If you have Virginia making it out, then you have them winning it, basically. Yeah, but we don't. Okay, all right. So West Virginia versus Wichita State. I'll take West Virginia. Uh, okay, fine, but I want Villanova winning the next game. All right, uh, Florida. Yeah, obviously Florida, Texas Tech. Who cares? Uh, Texas Tech. Yeah. Okay, fine. I don't like either team, but I, I, I want Purdue. I want Purdue, and then Purdue beating okay. Texas Tech. 
Okay, so Purdue beats Texas Tech. Villanova. And we got Purdue Villanova. Okay, so we have Villanova against Purdue. I think that's a really good game. That might be one of the best games of the tournament. I th- I agree, but I, I I think every single person's picking Villanova in this pool. I think this is where this is where we win the pool by picking Purdue. All right, fine. Uh, look, I'm a Big Ten guy, so fine, that's fine with me. Purdue. Okay. Okay. First of all, you're an Ivy League guy. As you, oh, big, as you tell Purdue's me at least big, five times Purdue's a day, a big letdown. you have two Purdue. Ivy League degrees. Literally, <laughs> I've literally, literally never, said that. I've never said that expression in my entire life. Uh, Villa, here's, uh, a direct, here's a tweet. From, here's a, I mean, a G-chat from Chester to me during the Penn-Harvard <laughs> game. I really can't pick who to root for. I have such fond <laughs> memories of both schools. Harvard Law School were three of the two. Actually, I graduated in two years, two of the greatest years of my life. But at Penn, I met you know so many people who will eventually you know place me in in the uh, cabinet of Republican government. What, what, what's the character living on this G chat? I G chat at you, um, and uh, I just don't know who to root for. I just know that whoever wins, the real winner is me at the game of life. Um, okay, let's go to the let's go to the Midwest. Kansas versus Penn. You want to pick Penn over Kansas? Get wild? Well, here's the thing. People are saying statistically that this is the most likely uh, 16 seed to win ever. Or, or, or some people are saying it's second most to Oral Roberts. I'm on record as saying, because we don't watch TV on Friday night, you and I. Yeah. It's our thing. I'm on yeah. record as saying if the 16-1 upset happens for the first time on a Friday night, I'll never watch sports or TV. <laughs> I will just quit sports. The Mets... One of that's the worst so, things that's that ever such a dumb to comment because hold on, especially for you in Israel, 50, all the Friday games are Friday night. It's a problem. It was so literally it's a when chance. I had pros and cons. <laughs> the biggest con was I'm going from only being able to watch eight of the sixteen Friday games to being able to watch zero of the sixteen Friday games. Trust me, it's something I think about every year. That's why we got to spend thirty fifth and fortieth birthdays in Vegas. Um. Uh, so I, by the, the worst one of the, the worst sports thing that ever happened to me probably is Johan Santana. Um. Uh, missing Johan Santana's hit no hitter because it was on a Friday night. I literally found out yeah. about it from checking the New York Times in the morning, and I was so upset. Okay. All right. Uh, nobody cares about no hitters. It's 2018. A save is a uh, walk is as good as a hit. All right. Uh, Kansas, Penn. So here's the thing Penn is very good at Why are we talking teams. about this? Kansas is beating Penn. But you, you do know, and like you do know, like people are saying, like this is the most likely 16 1 upset ever, statistically, right? You've heard that. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. That still means it's a 5% chance instead of a 1% chance, but yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Kansas beating Penn. Uh, that that is a game I will I will root for Penn. All right. Seton Hall is uh, much better than NC State. They should have been like a six seed, I think. They can score. Right. Uh yes. Seton Hall. Okay. Uh, Clemson. I like over New Mexico State. Yeah. Agreed. What do you like, uh, Auburn or Charleston? I hate Auburn, but there's no. Remember Charleston to pick a used team. to be good. They used to be a good team. Yeah, college Charleston. Yeah, they were making the turn back when we were high school and college. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> So I thought you only liked Charleston in terms of – oh, no, that's Charlottesville, so my joke got destroyed. Sorry. No, I was trying to make a Nazi joke. Right. Uh, so Auburn, I like Bruce Pearl. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of people who are not Nazis. <laughs> well, why? Because he's a Jew? Yeah, I assume he's not a Nazi. <laughs> I would hope so. I don't know. Yeah. Um, all right. So Auburn, yeah. I'm going to have Clemson beating Auburn, though. Okay. I have Clemson beating Auburn. That's fine. Okay. All right. We're very so I was So I was going to take Syracuse to beat TCU. Mm-hmm. But um, but I would have TCU beating Arizona State. We don't know yet, right? All right. Let's, so who do you want to pick in there? Let's pick our TCU, and we can always switch it. All right. So as we're recording, we're going to pick TCU. But if Syracuse wins, we're going to switch it. If you remind me, I've got a lot going on. Yeah. All right. Okay. Hours. Michigan State's going to beat Bucknell. Yeah. But this, yeah. this is Michigan State team to me stinks, but – yeah, that that game. I mean, I can see that game being sixty-two to sixty-one for sure. Izzo's an amazing coach, but they've also been upset. Let's not pretend like yeah. like this team. They, I feel right. like they lose in the first round or they go far. 
You are right, Rhode Island, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. What a trash. Rhode game. Island is going to win by forty-five stinks. points. Well, no, Oklahoma's garbage. It's Trey Young and nobody, and he hasn't been good in two months. Rhode Island's going to win this game easily. I disagree, but I don't. I don't think they're going far. Duke Iona Tim Kloos is like one of the ten best coaches in the country, and because he's not a good-looking guy, he literally doesn't get these jobs. And also, he takes a garbage team and makes the tournament every year. the The worst value in sports is like signing the coach of a team that made one run to the Sweet Sixteen, right? And you're like, you just fired your coach, and you're like, yeah, like the good. Speaking about good, the good-looking guy from Florida Gulf Coast. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you know what I'm saying? Like th- that is the worst value on earth. Um, I'm looking and, at but, Tim Kluse. I don't think he's so bad looking. No, he's just like a boring guy, uh, and and nobody uh, will hire him. Um, but he's amazing. Look at what Iona's done. He hasn't really done anything in the tournament, but the fact that he gets there every single year is incredible. And Tim okay. Kluse is an amazing coach. Okay, Obviously, all right. So Duke, Duke is, is going to win. Uh, Duke, yes. Rhode Island. Boom goes the dynamite. Rhode Island's winning this game. Uh, I, I thought we were going to put all our money on Duke. Because <laughs> once right. we have Purdue, we could have Duke Purdue. Like right. we could okay, go chalk fine. now. Fine, with Purdue. Uh, I don't care. All right, so Duke, no. I, okay. Listen, if you want to pick Rhode Island, who's losing the first round, we could have them. Okay, fine. Let, let, let's right, Michigan Duke. State over TCU, right? Yeah. Because I was going to say Rhode Island can make a nice little run here, but all right. So all right. So we have Duke. Uh, we have Duke and T- Duke and Michigan State facing each other in the Elite Eight. And then at the top, we have Clemson facing uh, Kansas, Kansas. Right. And then who do we? Although have I think Kansas, game? I think Kansas Seton Hall. The the yeah. closest the closest upsets we will see for a one seed the first weekend will be Florida State over Xavier in my opinion and Seton yeah Hall I agree Kansas. that won't even be, no that won't people won't bat an eye if Florida State beats Xavier yeah no but don't we have shot. Missouri beat listen Florida I mean State. Cre- listen I think Virginia is going to be Creighton by like nineteen but Virginia is also the type of team nobody would care if they lost yeah They're not all right okay so so Kansas about. Clemson uh, Kansas is going to win right yeah and I have Duke winning this just because I don't think Michigan State's so good okay so Duke, Duke is Michigan really good. State. And then that I think means, Duke's the best team in the country. Well, I have Duke. I, I it's funny because I had Duke losing to Rhode Island, but I have Duke beating Kansas. I do not respect Kansas. Okay, don't respect Kansas. Yeah, mm-hmm. fine. So now we have so we have Duke and Purdue facing each other in the Final Four on one yeah. side. We have two two seeds, and then we have Cincinnati at two seed so on the other th- side. No ones in the. Fi- I like this bracket. I'll be honest. Okay, so we have we have three two seeds, and then we're discussing in the West between a fourth two seed UNC and Gonzaga. Is that I right? Think, yeah, I think we could just go UNC. So we're going to go all four two seeds in the final four. All four two seeds. And I think now okay. we're just picking, if we get this final four right, we're going to win this pool. Assuming the one thing we didn't think about was that a lot of people who are in our pool listen to this also. So I don't know well, if that helps us. Well, the, well I, I, nobody's changing their opinion. Nobody's like, you know who's a real college basketball expert that's going to make me change my bracket? Alex what? There's people who haven't watched a game all year who, 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 who <laughs> join these things. And we've watched how many? Single digits. So <laughs> I watched a lot of games. I've I've read some articles and looked at some charts. That's okay. Um, I've made. Some I love this. So four two seeds. All right, give me the punny headline for the four two seed final four. Two's paradise. Uh, all right, whatever. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. So North Carolina, Cincinnati. Uh, at this point, by the way, you said if we get these four, we make the final. Do- four. Ah, deuces wild. All right. I mean, that was too obvious. But okay. Here's the problem. You don't automatically drop in a deuce in San Antonio, four. just like the Spurs have been doing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. drop in a deuce in San Antonio. Uh, here's the thing: if you don't, you cannot win a tournament if you don't have the right the right winner. It's impossible. Except the one time I had Syracuse, in, unless it's just four teams nobody's picked, which happens like once every ten years. Yeah, no, but yeah, if you don't have the winner, uh, if you have a hundred people in the pool, there's a zero. I mean, nobody picked Butler to win those two years. They almost won it. Uh, yeah, the, almost, the, but they didn't. 
Uh, the Syracuse-Kansas year, nobody had either of those teams in the finals. Uh, the UConn-Kentucky year, it was a seven seed versus an eight seed. Not one person yeah. in any pool had them near the finals. So uh, People had Kentucky, I think. No, as the eight seed? They were like the... Yeah, but, the, oh, but yeah, they were eight seed that had one seed talent. Right. They played Wichita State. You're right, you're right. Yeah. Um, still, nobody had, okay. you know. Anyway, yeah, Wichita State was one of those one seeds, you know, like uh, one year. Uh, what, what was it? Um, oh, my goodness. The school in Philadelphia, St. Joseph's, with uh, the redheaded guy who went to, went to, the, to the Cavs. Who was on St. Joseph's that year when they were 34-0? Jameer Nelson? St. Joe's. Yeah. Yeah, St. Right, Joseph's. Uh, Jameer, yeah, Jameer Nelson, who's still in the NBA, yeah. I think, somehow. Yeah, yeah. But then they also have the redheaded guy who was yes, the guy. Yes, they had a second good player. They had two guards. They were like two who, really short name? players. I'm blanking The guy who said he was going to sleep with LeBron's mom with the red hair who had like – Oh, Delonte West. You're right. Yeah, you're Delonte, Delonte West. West. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you. Who put the machine gun in the guitar case on his motorcycle? I think that was the Kenyon Martin that Cincy was easily the best team and then Kenyon Martin like fractured his wrist or something in the yeah, conference tournament. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kenyon Martin right. was amazing in college. Okay, Purdue versus Duke. Let's go Purdue. I'm, oh, wait, wait. Hold on. So we got Purdue, Duke, and, and, and UNC Cincinnati. We have UNC I, winning already, we said, over Cincinnati. Yeah, I just think UNC Duke is, is, is too chalky. Yeah, so let's go UNC Purdue. And, but I want to pick UNC then. I don't think there's any value in picking Purdue to win. Because I, I think if UNC beats a beats – here's, here's what I'm thinking. I By the way, there's gonna... 538 gives both UNC and Purdue exactly a 5% chance to win the national championship. That's not great. Okay. But, again, it's a crazy year. Um, to me, if Purdue is – we might be one of the only people that have Purdue in the finals. There's going to be a lot of UNC winners. If it's UNC over Duke, we're going to lose this pool. But if it's UNC over insert team nobody picked, Florida, Wichita State, Clemson, Auburn, we're yeah, we none, of the, win. none of those are happening. Well, yeah, but none of those are happening. Honestly. I mean, nobody's that good that nobody can lose. Yeah. All right. So Purdue, UNC, you want to pick UNC, which means that this uh, bracket ends up being the same as my other bracket. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but over <laughs> Purdue. I think that's a good bracket. I think All we right. picked the perfect bracket that's like going to come in seventh. Okay, good. UNC is going to be Purdue. You heard it here first. This right. uh, mini is not gone over an hour. does not count in our pool, but in case we win the $10 million, which I'm not arguing right. because I'm not clicking on the sweeps. UNC now. over Purdue, I will say make it 84-77. Okay, let's do high. Oh, they're high-scoring teams. Okay. Should we enter the sweeps? I'm not entering any sweeps. Okay, this podcast is over, Q. Okay, uh, yes, if you want to uh, get a piece of uh, $1,000 we're going to get for winning it, uh then you got to join the 32 fans Facebook group by Friday morning. This was such a delight. Uh, I'm sure many people are still listening and they loved every second. But people wanted us to talk sports. They got what they wanted. We took the NFL, we took college basketball. Should we talk biathlon for a second? I definitely did not. Don't, I don't know why people are accusing me of doing this. I definitely did not buy a VPN just so I could watch uh, biathlon on the free like Norwegian public access channel with like the really good HD quality the last few weeks. No, I don't know why anyone's accusing me of that. It definitely did not happen. I definitely do not have to not tell my wife what that four ninety nine charges for a Norwegian VPN. Uh, and that's been Biathlon Talk. Who do you like yeah. this week? Kaiser Makarainen from Finland. I don't know, but we got another we got another guest next week. Another special podcast. Oh, I didn't. Even, oh, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't tell you about that yet. You do the stupid thing where you like invite guests on before. Dis- like we discuss the podcast, but then you invite the guest on and like. We didn't discuss that guest. I don't even know that guest. I don't. I don't know this. Person. Sorry, I got Mike Pesca on the podcast. Sorry to disappoint you and Ted K. No, but but I, for every Mike Pesca, there's nine like uh, I don't. They should you know. I don't know who's bad. <laughs> no, we have another um, guest next week who's the host of a, a, a more popular podcast than ours. 
<laughs> Which doesn't air it down. No. I mean, probably barely. Okay. Uh, keep it real. Enjoy the best day of the year tomorrow. Uh, While I fly across the country. And by the way, I, I, I'm not even flying JetBlue. Jet Blue, flying JetBlue would be phenomenal. Oh, that's such a mistake. Yeah. At least you didn't bring your family to LA this time. That would have been a smart move. Yeah. Should I, should I pay $40 to have internet on the plane? Which doesn't even permit it doesn't even permit streaming. So no, I would just, no. If it permits streaming, then yes. If not, you should sleep and you should like DVR the games, and then you should just like run through. The problem is you can't really DVR anymore. No, no, yeah, no, nobody, nobody's DVRing March Madness. You got to be there. As well. I kind of disagree. Okay, all right. Keep up the talk to you. Bye. Bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.